everyone, you're listening to a Coffees with Toffees podcast. I will be your host, Flub, and this is the Flub Date. we got a great show for you tonight. we got plenty of different things on the docket, but we're going to keep it quite short today, trying to get a, you, you guys back to your fathers so that you can wish them a happy Father's Day and spend time with them. I know everyone w- is wanting to do that, so keeping it short for everyone. Uh, we are going to talk about the team updates just a little bit. Not too many things are happening, just a couple Tier 2, Tier 3 team type switch-ups. So nothing too big to report there, but nonetheless something that's still important. We also are, have some things at Summit 7. We're going to have to talk about that, talk about the results that happened there. And the Silt Breaker, I promised you guys last week, and I want to deliver this week. I have some different strats and different styles for you guys to try. Uh, there's some different things that I have picked up on reading about it and understanding and playing it. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, there's also a pudge trick that I want to get get you guys to know about. The classic pug, pudge hooking into lanes, pulling creeps. That is back, and it is only available on Dire. And we will get to that, and I will do a live playthrough of it. So we will see that here in a little bit. But let us start off with the team updates, the things that obviously you guys are going to want to hear about. Let's start off with that. So, Warriors Gaming Unity has dropped Wen from their roster, and we have now they have now picked up Net. <laughs> we, they have now picked up Net. Uh, good, good pickup. Uh, I believe Net is one a very strong player, and I think that Warriors Gaming Unity will have some have some pool, and hopefully they get to TI this year. Uh, Pro Dota. Pro Dota is losing everyone on their team except their captain, Garter. So if you are a Pro Dota fan, the team Pro Dota, then you are losing pretty much everyone. That means uh, Kaiser, 3-3, Milan, and J4 are all off the team. So sorry to see, but at least Garter's still there for those, those of you who are Pro Dota fans. We got the Summit 7 wrapping up, and it actually just wrapped up right now and if you're watching this live then you can see that and i kind of want to run over the different things that happened there there was a lot of different teams that played but the the teams that were able to clutch it out at the end were T- virtus pro uh team np were able to snatch up fourth place lgd gaming got third second was team secret and obviously like i said before virtus pro were, were able to snag the gold so they had a lot. They had a lot of really good good plays. Actually, you could watch any Virtus Pro game and have a grand old time. They actually played almost all the heroes in the game. It was an all hero challenge tournament for them, and it was really really great stuff. Uh, they had offlane morph. They had support brew, support Sven. A lot of these random old classic pub style plays. They just were able to pull it out and really style on the competition. So if you are a VP fanboy or if you are a just a fan of all these different heroes and seeing them played in all these different ways, I would highly suggest rewatching some of their videos. It is a lot of fun and I can't believe that they did what they did. Honestly, the only time that they changed it up was when it got to the finals and it was got down to the last game. It was 2v2 because they did some pretty silly things and they they didn't go for the all hero challenge at that point because you know they had a ti invite on the line and they might as well play to their hardest on that last little bit so it was it was interesting to watch and it was a lot of fun to to see their series 
we have now silt breaker silt breakers strategies um there's a lot of different things about silt breaker obviously a few of you have been playing through this whole whole thing and it's been a popular and engaging type of new new game that they've developed a very big type of mmo style raid boss type type match so a lot of fun being had from it i for one and really am enjoying it because i never really had the mmo experience i played a few of them like guild wars and i did play a little bit into wow but nothing like a lot of other people did and i gotta say it is a very exciting game and if you haven't tried it out you should at least try it one game and for you to beat it i would suggest playing jakiro drow and witch doctor and Abaddon as your four heroes, at least for the first time. For the first time, those are the four key heroes that you need, because a lot of times you're going to need the Drow to be able to dish out the damage, clear out waves at the end with her new ability that she has, and really, it's surprising, but when you don't have any of the extra artifacts, there's some items that were banned out, like Midas, um, the TP boots, and even the Divine Rapier, so there's a lot of different things that were banned out. And because you were not able to have that Divine Rapier, it's really hard to get the right-click build. So unless you can get a certain artifact that I'm going to be explaining here in a little bit, you don't really want to go too much into right-click build. Your actual damage is going to be coming out from your Witch Doctor being able to curse them with his Maledict and have Jakiro's just massive AoE damage being being put out and doing a lot of damage so really it's the magic damage that is being done while abaddon is tanking and rezzing people doing things like that and drow's clearing away the creep wave so if you have kind of understand how this goes i mean in in the beginning it's simple like tank abaddon jakiro and jakiro's doing magic damage witch doctor's dealing your your healing and drow's doing your main damage but it switches at the end and you'll see when you get to that point so that's that's gonna be like how you're gonna want to run the first time and then if you do get these drops that i'm going to be talking about here in a little bit you can switch it up a little bit but for those of you who haven't played there's a lot of different drops there's actually 17 artifacts and then there's some other items that are introduced as well the basic items that have been introduced are tomes they've got tomes for each hero like intelligence strength agility those types of things and they give you three each when you consume them uh classic footman style if you ever played warcraft 3 and that's kind of what this style is actually it's not footman 3 uh it's uh it's not even like a footman game it's from warcraft 3 style and it has the war chasers feel to it because it has that centered camera feel it's actually kind of nostalgic for those of you who, who did play warcraft 3 it's a lot of fun this is also has available it has the health and mana pots that drop that are instantly used whenever you grab them and the money bags and all the things from old style well not old style but the older games that valve has created for dota 2 so it has a lot of those reoccurring items but these artifacts these 17 artifacts are brand new specifically to Siltbreaker, at least to act one for now so you can get the Creed of Omniscience, or Omniscience. Uh, it has a passive of plus 15 bonus experience, and it can be dropped at any mob or in any treasure chest. You can get uh, Oblivion's Lock, which actually lets you become ethereal for a few sec, for just a second. And so it's basically like a worse ghost scepter, and it's channeled, and it gives you plus 5 to all stats. But it's only for one second. And 
then you can go into the stuff that you can drop from certain bosses. The stuff that you can drop from certain bosses. First is the werewolf guy, Longclaw. You can get a passive rupture attack that gives a 40% chance to inflict rupture. You also have plus 10 strength with the item and plus 20 attack speed. So, pretty decent item. Something to look forward to if you're going to the right-click build. We have the Pelt of Old Wolf. This is a plus 5 armor, plus 35 movement speed, and plus 15 evasion item. So, something to look forward to there. We got Long Claws Amulet. It has plus 4 spell lifesteal, plus 8 cooldown re cool reduction, and plus 18... I'm sorry, plus 8% mana cost reduction. We also have the bulldog, bulldogs, uh, almost called bulldogs, bulldogs, uh, balric. It has plus ten armor. It actually has lessens the stun durations by all stuns by fifty percent, and it lowers your movement speed by thirty percent. So can be a problem sometimes to wear. There's a lot of times that movement speed is king in this match. So make sure you pick up those movement speed talents and things like that. Passive, uh, oh geez, there's a passive uh, ability on the next item for Bulldung's Cudgel. It, all attack speed is halved, but attacks deal a splash damage of 250 area around a target and is stunned for one second. And it's only for melee, uh, melee people only, so only use it on your melee heroes. Gives you plus 20 strength and plus 20 damage. Bulldung's Lucky Femur is a passive says skill shot it has after casting an ability uh, you can get a 25% chance to be immediately refreshed so it's 25% chance for it not to go on cooldown it loses your maximum mana loses 200 mana from it from it and minus 5 intelligence but it gives a lot of mana regen plus 10 mana regen sign of the arachnid comes from the arachnid obviously um, so it comes from the Arachnid boss. It gives you plus 20% attack speed, uh, plus 20% movement speed, and at plus 20 attack speed in an aura. So it's really nice for you to have, not only for your agility heroes, but it also gives it for everyone else, you know, anyone that needs that attack speed. It also gives plus 15 agility. We have the Preserved Skull. It gives a passive Conjuration Aura to allies give a mana regeneration and cooldown reduction so really nice for those casters when you get these items it's more po popular to get these caster type items it's going to be better better suited for you and that's kind of why i'm saying that one group is kind of the better ones to go for at this point unless you can get other things later on it also gives a plus 15 intelligence you also can get the unhallowed icon which gives a Bloodbound Aura to allies, which gives a bonus health regeneration, and any unit affected by Unhallow's Icon attacks, so it like gives them a debuff, 15% of the damage dealt is life stolen and distributed among all affected by the Aura. So, pretty cool. Uh, like Kind of like a better Vlad's, if you can kind of think of it that way. Gives also plus 15 strength. There's the Guardian Shell, which is the first item that will drop from the Temple Guardian, and it gives an unwavering, which basically makes you so that you cannot be rooted, so you cannot be targeted by roots, which is really great later on in the game, and the second 
last level and third to last level. It also gives you plus 15 armor and plus 40 magic resist. So just something to tank up for all the players. You also have Watcher's Gaze, which the active stone it has an active stone gaze that enemies within your frontal cone are turned to stone and take an additional physical damage, just like how Medusa does. And it also gives plus 20 to all stats. So you can kind of see how, as you're getting to this point, you're starting to see the right click being a little bit stronger as time goes on. Treads of Emmercor uh, gives uh, plus 65%. She's not 50, 65%. Gives you plus 65 movement speed. Also gives you plus 40 attack speed and plus 10 to all stats. So really one of the better boots that you can get in the game. And something, once again, it'll be better for those right clicking. Alright, so then getting to the last boss, and if you haven't got to the last boss anyway, then it doesn't really matter. But, the last boss starts dropping some really great stuff. And, it starts off with the carapace of Qualden. That's a little weird to say. But, his passive, he, it, this item gives a passive acid regeneration. All mana and health are gained, that are gained are doubled. Pretty awesome. And at a percentage of all damage taken is reflected back upon the attacker. So really the best tanking item in the game. It also gives a static uh, 750 health and 750 mana. You also have a new item, the Riz, the Rizorak Eye. Rizorak Eye. Um, it gives plus 15 more damage, a negative 15 for incoming damage on yourself to all damage, which is super nice. You also have plus 15 mana regen, plus 15 health regen, and plus 15 to all stats. The Caustic Finale. This is the item that you're going to need to go if you're going to go for that right-click style build. And a lot of people are going this right-click style build to end it quicker. So if you have beaten the game a few times, I highly suggest going down this path. You can go the all agility style way. way. It's like the, the fastest way to beat it, getting the troll, the drow, the... Um, what is it, TA and SF. So those are the guys that you can go into and just run through the game really quickly. But it's very important that you have Caustic Finale able to be used because it gives plus 150 damage and plus 35 attack speed. So it's really the biggest damage item bang for your buck that you can get. And it's really important to have that if you're wanting to go for the final boss type damage deal. But it also gives a Caustic Finale passive which attacks reduce a percentage of the target's armor this effect stacks up to five times and if the target dies under this effect it explodes and deals damage in an area of effect so not only does it is it awesome versus the mobs where you're able to hit all of them at once especially with someone like drow who shoots the all of her little arrows out in a cone it is incredible on any hero that's focusing the bosses down, obviously stacking it up very fast and making you able to kill it very, very quickly. So that's kind of your your style that you're going to want to stick to if you're going to be trying to go for the boss quickly and trying to do it multiple times. All right, so we have all of those different things. We've kind of talked about what's available for you to you know go through 
it quickly for you to start off the whole game. I'm now going to show you a Pudge trick, and I'm going to get into a game here real quick. You can probably hear the noises in the background as I'm switching over to it. So I'm going to get into a game. Um, well, actually, I got into the wrong slide. So you have to be on the dire for this to work. And it's a actual level one pool at... Um, it's a level one pool for dire using your hook. And I know what you're thinking. What? You can't do that. They patched that out. Well, they did, except for this one single spot. And it actually was pulled off in the Summit game, interestingly enough, by VP. So, a little trick that I learned by doing this. I'm going to get into the game here. And I'm going to switch over to the visual right now for all of you who are watching this live or watching it on YouTube. So we're going to be going over into the Dota mode. And it's loading up the game right now. But you have to get to a certain point And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to try to hook something that you're going to want to try to hook something from this camp. And you're going to want to hook at the one minute mark. Well, it's one, one second after the one minute mark or the 30 second mark. So right when the creeps spawn, a second after the creeps spawn, you're going to want to throw your hook so that you can hook them out of really far out of position so that you can then be able to grab the creep and when it starts walking back, they'll actually meet the creep at the time and it'll, it'll just, the creeps will follow it back. So what you want to do is you just, I mean, it's very simple. You don't even really need any items and I'll prove it just by, by staying here and not having any items. So you're going to want to move out to this move out to the mid lane and it's only in the mid lane that you can do this so you move out to the mid lane and there's a little tree that's kind of sticking out that kind of encloses in the back part of the of the mid lane tower it's the first tower it's the one tower on the dire side so you're going to want to go down to that tower to be able to see that and it is not actually at the edge of the tower it's a little bit further past the edge of the tower so like 50 units away or about 100 units away there's this little tree right here and you're going to want to stand right there and hook and when you hook you're going to want to hook across this line to right about here so you're going to hook there whenever the creeps spawn but we have to wait until 30 seconds so we want to wait here until like about 30 seconds sitting around here uh, just in case I'm going to ah, well I can't buy out so I have to do this right the first time. Hopefully this will work out really well. But you want to sit here by this tree in this little alcove here. And your hook, as you can see, it can actually go all the way out to that creep camp. So you're going to wait for the creeps to spawn. And when they would spawn here, you would hook the creep right here, pulling it to you. And then you'll meet up the creeps by the tower. And the tower actually doesn't hit the creep with, because of the new change. So it's really important. That that, that 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 happens and you're able to actually pull the creeps out of the mid lane from level one so you get that early hook and you make this possible so we're gonna see it here in a second I'm gonna it's 31 right now I'm gonna give it a good hook I'm gonna let it hit me a couple times just so that it does its business they're just gonna run back and we see that the creeps are actually gonna hit this and the tower isn't surprisingly enough oh and I screwed it up, but you're, you, you can see how it is. You can actually, if you actually walk right next to the creep, 
it'll actually do it for you. So um, you can do that, and then whenever you kill this creep camp, you can then go over here, grab this creep, and then stack it over on the side, and just do the whole creep camp, and it'll actually pull the wave so far back and give you a massive advantage. So that's the that's the Pudge VP pull trick for all of you who are interested. So we're going to close out of this right now, real quick. And then we're going to go back over to the flub date, so you can see my beautiful face. Or ugly mug, for those of you. Um, and now we're going to be going into the... We're going to be talking about the end of the show. we got to go close it up. Sorry, kind of a mismatch there. Kind of fixing all my stuff. But all good things must end. We have to close it up. At the same time, I want to let you all know, obviously, that we're going to be starting a new project. Me and Kimbrel, we're going into a new studio-type feel. So we are going to start be starting Zombie Panda Studios, something I'm very proud of myself. And if you want to follow us, you can actually follow us at, uh, at our Twitter account, at Z Panda Studios. So, very simple name, very simple to remember, Z Panda Studios. If you want, you can subscribe or like any of our videos. Um, we will be changing channels here in a little bit, but you can go to Twitch, Twitch, our Twitch channel right now, which is twitch.tv slash TV. If you want, you can go to our YouTube. Our channel is 5minusgaming, all one word. If you want to, you can give to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash toffees. And you can always find all of these versions on uh, the, all the audio versions of these casts on Stitcher, iTunes, or SoundCloud. If you have any questions for me or Toffees, you can go to Toffees' Twitter at Toffees TV, or you can follow me at my Twitter at FlubDota. Um, you also, if you want to, I also want to give out a special thanks to ch uh, the channel Rebel Base for letting them listen to our listen to the music. Uh, that I have at the beginning of the shows, and I'm turning it back on a little bit here, so you guys can have it as a little bit of, a, of an outro. Well, I'm glad that you guys were able to hang out with me today, and you have now been updated. I hope to see you guys next week for the Brewmasters Draft, or later on this week, I guess, or next week for another brand new flip update. Alright guys, we'll see you later. Keeping the channel open, as always, letting it letting it uh, load up. So, if you're interested, 